Hi, I'm Danny Penna, and you're listening to Motivation and Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7 with host Eric Fiorello. Get strong. The information presented in this podcast is not intended for the treatment or prevention of disease or any medical condition, nor is a substitute for medical advice. The information contained here in this podcast reflects only the opinion of the author and presenter and is in no way considered required practice. Welcome to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connects your brain to your brawn. Hi, this is Eric Fiorello, and I want to welcome you to Motivation and Muscle, streaming radio 24-7. Today, believe it or not, it's the 28th of October, 2019. We're getting near the end. I know Halloween's coming, but my favorites is Thanksgiving and Christmas. Whether you celebrate or not, celebrate whatever you want, but here's Thanksgiving and Christmas. I don't really give a rat's ass about uh, Halloween that much. Um, but those two are great times, family, friends, all that good stuff. And who can beat turkey, man? And we usually have prime rib on Christmas. And the night before we go, the whole Italian run because uh, we're all Italian. So it's great stuff. <laughs> so let's uh, stand up and take a deep breath through your nose, out through your mouth, and repeat after me. I am a winner. I am a champion. I am unstoppable. Why? Because that's the only way we speak here, and that's the way you need to speak to yourself and to others. Surround yourself with winners. Winners. Surround yourself with people that are better than you so you can learn, and then you can take that learning and teach others. This is what M&M's all about. You know, it's not about just hammering weights, hammering stones, hammering sandbags. That will always be the base of who we are, but... This whole great thing we call physical culture is truly your mind, body, and spirit. And when you have those ingredients in your life, there's nothing you can't do, in my opinion. That's how you got to think. That's how you get places. Also, go out to FiorellaBarbellCo.com. Winners and Champions, that is our premier product right now. There's lots of stuff in the throat to be doing. We're working on stuff. I'm working on stuff right now. Um... Just to do a few things, because as everyone knows, John McKean and I are in this big time where we're going to be doing at least a year's worth or more of power rack training. Well, I've come up now with a prototype of a specific squat bar. It can be done with anything, but it's mainly used for the power rack. There's going to be some sizes with it. Um, anything with isometric isotonic, you're going to, it's going to blow your mind. When I get done when I got, by the way, I have the great Amanda Stone coming in here for So I will tell you this, she has not been on the show since, uh, 2015 and to have her back. And there's a couple other people that have contacted me. They're going to be coming on at the end of the year. Like I say, these are people that get it. And they are the big spokes in the M&M wheel here. So we'll bring her in momentarily. But I want to finish this up. Um, We were talking before she came on. I mean, the creative process when you become an entrepreneur and you start to understand how things work and you build upon them and you ask the questions and you do the reading and you do the listening and all you want to do is just hammer it. I've been up since 4.30 this morning working. I ate breakfast for about 40 minutes, came right back up and working till I called a man down Skype. 
it's just fascinating what you can do if you really set yourself to it. Also, too, don't forget to go out to our Prosperity Conscious page on FiorelloBarbellCo.com. $25, $50, $100 investment in Fiorello Barbell Company and Motivation Muscle streaming radio 24-7. It's an investment. You come in here, that's not a lot of money considering I do not charge for podcasts. That's a big thing right there. And as I was telling Amanda before we came on, I've got over 1,200 shows already, and we've only been up five years. And as I said, we will be national. We will be bigger than you can ever imagine because my opinion is with all the crap that people suck into their head all day, get off that and come on in and listen to some people that really got their feet on the ground and do things that most people couldn't even conceive. That's what you want to get into. That's what your kids want to get into them. Make them winners instead of weaklings. That's the biggest thing of all. Also, too, go out to motivationmuscle.com slash category slash podcast. We have a Amanda, I think, did two or three shows with me, and her name was Baloo. B, I, I want to make sure I spell it right. If not, Amanda, correct me. It's B-A-L-L-E-W. Is that correct? W. Yep. Yes, sir. So, so go out and you can check her out from, you know, five years ago, technically almost now. We did great shows together. She was one of the first people on here. I think she was like number in the 200s. She was very early on with Eminem, and it's just great to have her back. Also, too, go out to uh, motivationmuscle.com. Um, Sign up for a free newsletter. It goes to my MailChimp account. You know how content-rich we are here. Another great way to work with us is invest in advertising here. We'll be here another 30 years unless an act of God kills me, and and I totally mean that. We will work with you, and I'm telling you, between the two of us, our brands will be bigger than ever. And that's the idea, to work with people. Get solutions on the table. If they don't work, well, we change them again. That's the idea. You just don't let one thing take you and put you into the ground and say, I did it. It doesn't work. That's not the way to do things. Also, too, our YouTube channel, Fiorella Barbell Company, Real Men, Real Strength, Real Power. And on that, I'm going to give you a little bit about Amanda Stone here. Number one, this is the show... Even though she's been on here, it's been a long time, so we are going to welcome her back to the family because I think it's very important for anyone that's never heard of her, I want people to get to know her because I'm hoping and I feel we will have her on regular again. She, Like I said, she's another big spoke in the M&M wheel here. So, in her 20s. This is great. <laughs> she's, prof- well, she's definitely a professional athlete for sure in there. And then in her 30s, she was an elite strength athlete. In her 40s now, which she told me she's going to really eat crow for, is, um, she's a Highland uh, CrossFit athlete. She's a gym owner, which I love, and obviously a strength coach, which – if you've watched video of her and you followed her through the years, I mean, she, like all of us, has gone through injuries and conquered and came back and this, that, and the other thing. And I'm going to let her tell you all this because she's got a great story. So, Amanda, welcome back to Motivation and Muscle. It's an honor to have you back, my friend. Hey, thank you so much. It's, it's funny. You were talking about injury. I was literally taping my knees while you were doing your intro. <laughs> Absolutely. But you know what? You and I both know I've got I've got a few things going on myself, 
but you always find a way around it. Uh, if you have to have it fixed, well, that's usually the last component to do it because most people don't realize you go to a doctor and you have this torn or something's stretched or whatever. I've never had one doctor say to me, well, we're going to throw you right on the table. They usually try to try everything else you can do around it before you go in and get cut because, you know, there's some things you get done. It could cause paralysis like in your hands with a bicep, et cetera, et cetera. So the main thing is here, persevere and always conquer. Um, Give us any websites. Give us any way they can get a hold of you, and then we're going to welcome you back to the family, and we're going to get fired up. Okay. Well, as far as the best way to get a hold of me is, is obviously going to be through Facebook or Instagram. And um, the name of my gym here in Weezer is Small Town Fitness Weezer. Oh. And uh, we, we have a page on, um, uh, what is it, on Facebook and on Instagram. We probably have a bigger following on Facebook. And it, it's simply because I am not awesome at um, social media marketing. I'm actually thinking I'm going to hire somebody to do that. Yeah, it is. that's usually better. Yep. You know, it's just, it's, I'm a coach. I'd, yep. I'd rather be coaching. Yep. So I don't want, you know, it's, it's uh but we'll get, we'll get to all that later. So yeah, but it's uh, my little gym here in Weezer is, is small town fitness. And um, it's, I tell you what, it, it is a blessing. It's, it's so um, special what we've got in here. It's, it's really neat just to give you a little background on it. When, when you and I last talked, I believe I was just at the tail end of my throwing career in the Highland games, I'd yep. come out of a, a broken back and uh, I was truthfully, I was a little discouraged in, in what was happening with me physically. And that was when I, I came across Anthony Silvers, who was, um, I wanted him to coach me for um, specifically for weightlifting. Cause I wanted to see if I could qualify for the American open and just to see where I'd stack up on the platform everybody else i'd never done an olympic meet and i wanted to try it and um because I, I love those movements yeah and um anywho he uh he was an elite level crossfitter himself and he uh but i i, I hired him specifically for weightlifting because he was a tremendous weightlifting coach he was actually younger than me too and he um ended up talking me into doing a crossfit competition with somebody and we ended up winning it <laughs> and um uh, and I had a blast and I was thinking, oh man, how am I going to explain this to everybody? Yep. You know, because I was like, I'm forever I had said, I'm a real athlete. I don't compete at exercise. <laughs> well, now not only do I compete at exercise, I teach other people how to compete at exercise. So you should uh, never say never because anytime I've ever done that, I end up uh, eating it. And yep. and we'll get to my opinions on, on CrossFit as a sport here in a little while or what have you, but. So, anywho, I uh, ended up going forward with that. I learned exactly how fit I was not. Um, it's you know the barbell's never been the problem, right? But there were so many aspects to that sport that I just didn't, you know, I wasn't a gymnast, right? So for me, learning muscle ups and handstand push ups and walking on my hands, which I still struggle with to this day, and things like that, were it was it was crazy. Mm -hmm. But it was it was so the challenge was what made it fun. Yeah. And then when you get to the real, the elite levels, the level of athleticism that these people have and strength is insane. Yep. I mean, when you when you look at the CrossFit Games and the full field of women all have a 200-pound snatch, yep. those are Olympic-level numbers. Yep. Those aren't just numbers you just, you know, I'll chalk it up to, oh, she's just a CrossFitter. 
she could stay. She could be in the Olympics. Every yep. one of them could for weightlifting. Yep. You know, those, that's that's tremendous. So it's um, it's interesting. But anywho, well, to, uh, go ahead. Well, no, the the thing is, it's very interesting. And and you know, we talked. You just made the great statement of marketing. You talk about marketers. The way they marketed that company is incredible. Incredible. It is. I've never seen anything marketed like that in my life. I mean, there's, there's big companies out there, but that, that, that just went from nothing to like explosion of the whole universe. Um, you don't see that, especially in a lot of physical culture because, you know, most people just figure, well, I can't do that. You know, I don't, I'm not a 300 pound guy. I'm not, you know, a 200 pound girl. So what's the point? Well, as I told, right. as I told Amanda before we came on, I'm working with a gentleman right now that needs to lose a hundred pounds and everything we are doing other than a few body movements, body weight movements, which are made for what we want, because that's all through anybody that knows anything about heavy hands Leonard Schwartz wrote all of that he was an MD he was incredible mm-hmm. and he was best friends with John McKean and I've seen some other things they've done it's absolutely incredible so anybody that tells you you can't take these big movements and minimize them down doesn't know what they're telling you exactly so but on that I, I, that's that's where it is but let's just let's briefly run over what were your influences as a young woman or even a young girl um, that really turned you on to physical culture? What did you see? Was it your mother? What 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 in your family or what did you see that really spurned you into this? You know, I I've always been an athlete as long as I can remember. I remember being, you know, five years old and my first softball team was the Cabbage Patch Cutie, you know, and, and, yep. and that was uh, yep. and I, re- I remember just being so excited to be there. I didn't have a glove. I didn't have I was left. Ha- I'm left handed. So yep. we didn't have a glove. I showed up to practice in flip flops. Yep. I remember getting hit square in the eye with a ball. Oh, geez. and uh, I do remember that I, I was I was never a natural athlete. Right. But I was a hard worker. Yep. Yep. And that's what has carried me through. I will outwork anybody in the room. Yep. And that's what has carried me to, to where I've, I've been able to go. But um, yeah, so I, I mean, you know, truthfully, my mother was never an athlete. My father was very strong, but he, he was more working man. Right, strong. Right, right, you know, it right. wasn't necessarily Jim strong. He was a, a lineman for the power company. So daddy climbed poles and all that stuff his whole life. And yeah. he was very fit, but in a different way. You know, and um, but I, I just somehow fell into it, and and it was the the one thing to this day. You know, I'm 41 now that I've always loved, and that I've always known I was good at. You know, yeah. maybe oh, yeah. not good enough, but it's always what what I've known I, I could do well. Well, and, you know, um, you know, as we say, it's like that innate conscious in you. you it, there's some things that for hook or crook you don't know why it happened or how it's happening but you know what there is a presence that's leading you i don't care what anybody says if you if you can get in touch with your subconscious mind i'm telling everybody here it's happening to me all the time now where people places and events suddenly start coming into your life and right and you can have i tell people well you know this that and the other thing i said here's the deal you can wake up and be happy, 
or you can choose to be miserable. It's a choice. Now, I'm not saying things doesn't happen to myself or Amanda or other people. Yeah, but how are you handling them? How are you, when the bell rings, what are you doing? You know, and as I always say, the conscious mind is there. That is the guard at the gates to keep all that crap and sludge out of your subconscious mm-hmm. mind so you can take those attributes and flush that stuff out and flourish and have a good life. Because if you look at any athlete, entrepreneur, anything, I don't care what Bezos, the guy of Amazon who's worth a hundred billion or whatever, I guarantee you he could tell you a billion things that were negative in his life, you know, because everybody thinks once you start making money, you're successful at whether it's Olympic lifting, CrossFit, powerlifting, you know, strongman, suddenly everything goes away. I got news for you. Most of that stuff gets magnified by 10. All right. Uh-huh. Because, because when you're putting yourself out there and you're doing greater and greater things and you want to excel This is a fact of life because I know people will say to me, you talk about failure too much. Well, here's the deal with failure. I'll say it again. Failure is the planting the seeds to your next success because people Mm -hmm. that understand what failure is doing, this is what they do. They come up with a solution. They come up with an idea. They come up with anything that's going to dig them out of the hole, and they go after it. They don't try it. I hate that because we say that right in FBC. We don't try. We succeed. What they do is they figure a way to rebound and get back. Well, if you're doing that over a series of years, what do you think you're going to accomplish? You're going to accomplish anything, whether it's money relationships, cars, houses, or just the tranquility of a mind that's not running 100 miles an hour all day in, like, anxiety, that's pretty important. How about a good night's sleep, all those things? But go ahead, Amanda, take it away. No, 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 you're absolutely right. I was I was just listening to, to all of that, and, and I have a lot of thoughts on failure. You know, I just um, did a, a, a CrossFit competition in California. Yep. And, um, and it was one you had to qualify for. And I was, um, I was just happy to even be in the hunt to get to go. Yep. And so when I got invited, I was just like, oh my gosh, because what was so amazing was I was in the same heat as, yep. as games athletes. And yep. I was competing against women. I, I follow on Instagram. I was like, holy cow. <laughs> you know, and when one of them asks you like, whoa, well, what are you going to do for this one? And I'm looking, I'm like, are you seriously asking me? You're yeah. talking to me? Yeah. You know, it's just, it's, it's crazy that. So there was this one particular wide that we had to do, and I am not very savvy on my hands. Right. I'm great at handstand push-ups, but I'm not at yeah. a walking on my hands. So the, the workout itself was um, you had six minutes, yep. and it was 21 15 So you had to do 21 deadlifts, 21 handstand push-ups, yep. and then you had to walk 20 feet on your hands. Yep. Then you had to go 15-15, walk 40 feet, and then 9-9 nine, nine and yep. walk 60 feet on your hands. And you had to do all this in under six minutes, and the bar weight was 155. Yep. So um, I knew that I would blast through the deadlifts. I can do 155 21 times and never sit, never have to let go of the bar. That's not a right. problem. Right. And I knew I'd blast through the handstand push-ups. And sadly, I knew what, what was going to happen with that, uh, with the uh, the handstand walk. And so I looked at my judge, and I was like, "This is going to be a very long six minutes." And he was like. <laughs> And I said, um, I'm sorry, but, um, and he was like, what? And I said, you'll see. And so, um, 
in front of a full arena. Yep. <laughs> and it's a, this was a three-day competition. This was the second day. And I had had two heat wins earlier that day already. So I was yep. doing amazing. Yep. And then um, then this happened. And I was just like, oh, man. And I for a solid four minutes fell over and over and over mm-hmm. <laughs> in front of a full arena. And the only thing I could think of, I have a lot of teenage athletes that I coach and I love, they're the heart of my business and I yep. love them. Yep. And all I could think was, what do you tell the kids? Yeah. <laughs> what do you tell the kids? Cause they're watching you. <laughs> and so, um, and I'll and just get up, just keep going, just get up. Yep. And so, and, uh, and I remember some people afterwards, you know, I wanted to crawl under the bleachers. I just wanted to <laughs> just crawl in a hole. I was mortified and, and, um, you know, and I had people come up to me afterwards and be like, that was so inspiring and you never gave up. And I'm like, oh, just leave me alone. I don't want to talk about this. Yep. You know, and and it really, um, you know, I've been competing 20 years and it's it's funny because we're just, as athletes, we're all head cases and you never, even the best of us, it can still get in your head. Sure. <laughs> and, and so I knew going in to Sunday, I knew those two tough for me but I had to get back in the race and so I was um, and I did like the first one was kind of a fight but I about fell middle of the pack on that one and then the second the last one I uh, did way better than I thought I would and so I finished um, I was happy with my finish considering what had happened on Saturday but it just um, it literally it just hits you and, and but, but all I could think was what do you tell the kids? Just because yeah, it's hard, yeah, you don't yeah, quit. Yeah. Just because just because you fall down, hey, what are you gonna do? You're gonna lay there and die? No, you're gonna get back up and we're gonna keep moving. Yeah. And and I have worked on handstand walks every day since I've been back from California, and I will continue to until the next qualifier because I plan on going back to that competition. So I better get, <laughs> I better make it again. Yeah, but and we know you will master it. I don't care because you know, all right, you you know something too, just to admit to a weakness where most people can't do that they'll be like ah you know it's rigged or you know it's not fair or that bullshit man this is (laughs) this is the way you know those kids that you love training you know kids kids can spot a phony from a mile away you and i both know that okay um what you're doing is not only showing them to persist but you're also acknowledging, okay, I've got something I've got to take care of that's been getting me, you know? I'm going to beat mm-hmm. it. And if that isn't inspiring to a kid, an adult, anybody you're training at this point, I don't know what would because we all know, you know, especially with Facebook and everything, you know, everything is, if they're showing stuff, it's usually always the best workout. Or oh, the exactly. Best. Uh, let, you and I both know. You're going to have more bad workouts than you are good. That's just the way life works, all right? That's what I tell them. The bad days far outweigh the good ones, so you have to love the good days. Absolutely, and you will give such an appreciation, gratitude for it that there's just no way you're going to fail. Because you know something? You know, I have to laugh. Like, here, obviously, the Yankees are king in New York, and, you know, they they get their ass handed to them by the Astros, so to speak, and... You know, they're still crying about, well, you know, we should have got pitching and all this stuff. Well, you should have done that before spring training, and you lost again. And and, and the thing is this, even coming out of a pro team that's probably one of the highest-paid teams, one of the wealthiest teams as far in America, 
you're still getting the same thing you hear all the time. Well, you know, if we did this, I did that. You know something? I don't care if you won 102 games this year. It doesn't matter because when you go into the playoffs, it's a whole different world. It's the same way with what we do. It doesn't matter if a man has lit the gym on fire for the last six months. Now she's going into a meet. Okay? Right. Everybody might come up and pat you on the back and say, geez, you've been doing great. Well, when you go in there, it's a whole different world. And either you're going to win or at least get in the top one, two, three, or you're going home with your head between your legs. That's the way it is. And most people yeah, right, and most people don't want to get throttled like that because when we look at these quote-unquote people that are doing so much, you're never going to see their bad days. You're never going to see losses. I, I even know people that wouldn't go in the meets if there were specific people in these meets. Why? Oh, I know that. Yeah. I know Take fighters, it. Have been, fighters have been doing that for years. Yeah. What, what I love are these idiotic videos, these lifting videos you see, where and then they'll be like, had so much left in the tank, easy weight. And I'm like, well, if it was that easy, then I want to see the tank on E. I want to see you fight for it. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to see an easy lift. Right. I want to see you struggle and your yep. eyes and veins popping out. Yep. Yeah, I want to see PRs are ugly. If they're pretty, it wasn't a PR. (laughs) Yep, no, not at all. And it's like like everything, I think, now, if you're really tuned into media, which I'm not, because I know the the deal with everything, how it is, is you got to take it all with a grain of salt. I was saying this morning, I I did a show on my own yesterday uh, called Demanding Your Soul. And basically what I did is, you know, we talked about the will. We talked about what is required from your soul, literally, because as I believe is your soul is the only thing that goes on once they take the body. I mean, that obviously is from being with religion or anything. You can read anything about that, your soul, your spirit, because I've said on multiple shows, Amanda, like, There'll be days when I've hit the wall training really hard or I'm going after this big monster lift and I'm like, okay, where I will literally yell out names like Paul Anderson, Steve Jack, even people that are alive. And they're like, what the hell would you do that for? I said, because your energy never leaves the universe. It's always there. And whether that's true or false, I believe that. And once again, your belief is your system where you're either going to survive or not. Right. Go ahead. Yep. That's Um, absolutely right. Perception is reality. It it really is. And most people see what I think's happened, especially in the world we live in today. It's almost like if you have deep beliefs, it doesn't matter what it is. um, Most people kind of shy away from that stuff because they want. See, everyone wants to be accepted. I think myself, I don't really care. You like me or don't. I'm okay with that. All right. We work I'm in my 40s now, and I'm yeah. finally to that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, not, and not only that, not only that, the nice thing about that is, well, then if there's something you want to go after, and you're not really worried about what they think, you're going to go after it full bore. You know how many people, and you've got to know plenty of them too, how many people do you know that haven't done things because of perception from others, family members, friends? You know how, ah. many, you know how many times people said to me, well, you've been up six years now you know fbc is the mothership and and m&m is five years and they're like you know this is what they'll say to me and i i would never say this to anyone i don't care if i thought it or not because my my whole thing would be how can i help you out 
They're like, yeah. by now you should be making ten grand a month. I said, well, what have you? What kind of business have you ever created? And how much do you know that I am or not making? Well, you know. So my whole thing with all that is this: there's a lot of people out there that have let that type of of contact with others and what they say have taken them right out of what they wanted to do. And my thing to all of you is this. You can still talk to them. And I understand the whole thing with family. But you know what? You need to distance yourself from that. That's the truth. I believe that. Yeah. Well, look, look, you've been through plenty. I mean, but now I know you're in Idaho and you have, as a gym owner and a strength coach, what now that you're in this position, you know, you're 41 years old, you've got plenty under your belt right now, a lot of experience, a lot of mental experience. What what do you see now today with not only you and the people coming in that want you to guide them? Take it away. Uh, you know, for, for me, I, I, it's a blessing. It really is. I, there's for, by all intents and purposes, my gym should have never succeeded. Yeah. It really shouldn't have. Literally, when I came to Idaho, I was in a, a space that might have been maybe 900 square feet, maybe. Yep. It was more like a personal training studio. Yep. I, and more or less, it was so I could train me. Yeah. I needed a place to train me. I had 400 pounds worth of weight, one women's Olympic bar. Yep. Because in Olympic weightlifting, you use the women's bar if you're a woman, period. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, one medicine ball. And a rogue rack. That was all I had. I literally had about $2,500 worth of stuff. And that was all. And, but people wanted to train with me and, and I was like, well, okay. And so, you know, so small town fitness came to life. And then, um, within three months I was in a, you know, uh, in a 2000 square foot space within, um, let's see, I was not even there. I was there a year. I was there a year. And then, you know, uh, and I and I am a Christian, and so and I believe God wholeheartedly or wholeheartedly had His hand on this. You know, prayed and prayed for a bigger space. Yep. And He He gave us a dang church. <laughs> and so, this, that, so the space I'm in now is five thousand, just under five thousand square feet. Awesome. And it, yeah, it has a huge roll up garage door. The the working space is actually um, right at um, you know, I would say. Probably four thousand, and I have—I actually live in my gym, so wow. I have about a thousand square feet of living space, full yep. kitchen, two bathrooms, laundry room, the whole nine yards, and it's—I couldn't ask for a better situation to be in. And you know, I told my my members, I said, you know, I said, well, if I can get here in the snow, y'all have no reason. And they're like, Coach, you live here. I'm like, well, that's <laughs> not the point. <laughs> you to be here. <laughs> yep. You people are from Idaho. Snow doesn't bother y'all. Yeah. So, uh, but, but like I said, for all intents and purposes, it should have failed. Yeah. But because they believed in the process, and I've always said from day one, trust the process yep. and the way that I do things. Because, yes, I teach people we compete in CrossFit, but my gym is not a CrossFit box. Right. I did not affiliate it. I ha- I actually have a huge free weight section with, you know, cable crossovers and all the benches. And I have that for people who like to do traditional weightlifting. That's something very rare that you would ever find in a CrossFit gym. That's for sure. And then, and then I have all the other stuff that we could do CrossFit. I have to call it functional fitness yep. because otherwise they'll sue me. Yep. But, um, you know, it's it was – 
for them to embrace the way that I do things, because the way I train is very different than the way the other little gym here in town operates. Sure. So in a way we're not even competition for each other because we're just two very different animals, Yep. but I'm here 24 hours a day and yep. I do all the programming and I write everything and they kept coming back and they kept coming back. And are there days they feel like they're going to die? Of course, but they keep coming back. And it's, it was, um, it's just morphed into this like family. I have the coolest members. Yep. You know, they crack me up. I have this one little Mennonite lady who keeps bringing me food. And I'm like, okay, you got this. <laughs> like she'll sneak in here and put like quiche and stuff in my fridge. <laughs> and um, yeah, she's an amazing cook. It's, it's funny, but you know, so the real blessing in all this is that I get to coach kids. Yep. And I, and when I say kids, I mean, middle school and high school. I don't take any kids under 10 and actually under 11. Yeah. Uh, because uh, God bless them. I love them. I'm just not their coach. Right. They need a different right. coach. It right. ain't for me. Right. I love middle and high school athletes. And um, and it's so much fun to teach them how to move, which astonishes me the number of children that don't know how to move, that don't know basic body mechanics. And that's just because as a society, we've gotten away from – training we've gotten away from basic body movements these kids don't know a squat they can't do a proper push-up they can't do pull-ups they can by the time they leave here but it's we learn we learn how to do it and we you know we start with kettlebells i love kettlebells and we do we do move on to the bar and things like that and nothing is cooler than one of my kids coming in here and saying in weightlifting class today, they asked me to demo the power clean <laughs> yeah. because I knew how to do it. I'm like, you're darn right you knew how to do it. Yep. I said, don't let them undo that. <laughs> yeah. so, well, you know, the great, not to interrupt you, we'll get right back. The greatest thing yeah. about what you're doing, too, we talked about this offline a little bit with the kids because kids right now, let's face it, in America, nobody wants to talk about it, but a lot of broken homes. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of violence, a lot of kids, like you said, they can't even do a simple get into a squat position, things yeah. of that nature. Now, what you're doing, which we are doing and everybody else is we've put the blanket statement out there. We'll help anybody here. And we have. We've had people listen to the show that are 84 years old. OK, that's the oldest that I know. And this is my point. Let's invest in as many people as we can. Now, we're not going to get everyone. I know that. But you know something? It might be just that one kid that is literally broken in half, doesn't know what to do, has no home life, not very good in anything, and they're just kind of shunned. Um, Mm -hmm. That This physical culture Amanda and I teach and everybody else on Eminem will change your life like you can't imagine. You That's will, the truth. yeah, and this is why I said we're going to get this in everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. I tell parents at the end, listen to these shows over and over with your children. Repetition is king. If you yep. learn to repeat, 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 subconscious mind is going to eat it alive. Rather than repeating, I can't do anything, the world's unfair, how about repeating, I can do anything. I will do everything. I will excel. I will succeed. Now, doesn't that sound better to you folks when I say that than the other? Of course it does. It's all yours, Amanda, because I know we're getting near time, so <laughs> take it away. I'm, I'm telling you what, though, the, what I've seen these kids do, and, and just to watch their them change, their, their posture change, yep. Their, yep. their everything change. And, and it's, you know, for the past uh, two summers, or no, three summers that I've been here, 
we do, I've done a run a kids camp for one week in the summer, just an athlete camp. And it's been, um, it's just been so much fun to do. Like we go up to the track, we spend two days at the track, we spend two days lifting weights, and then we spend a day where we just play yeah, and just have fun. And, and it's, um, but they, to see their, their, everything change, their confidence to say, you know what, I can do this. And I, you know, the two strongest boys in that high school train in my gym, Yeah, one of them, and I'm not kidding. This kid is not human. He's just turning 16 today. Happy birthday, Jesse Lockett. If you're uh-huh. going to listen to this <laughs> and he, um, he's an animal on the football field. He's an exceptional wrestler. If I can get him to start throwing the shot put, I'm trying to talk him into it. I think the kid is, he's amazing. And I'll yeah. tell you about his sister in just a second. Okay. So, um, I've had Jesse in between his sports now for, um, off and on for a year. And, uh, over the summer, see, at the, at the high school, they do teach them how to power clean, but they don't allow them to do any overhead movement. Right. Well, I straightened up his power clean, and um, he's, uh, like I said, 16 years old, clean and jerks 235. Holy can jerk God. Wow. Can jerk it. His feet are lightning fast. It's ridiculous. Nice. And I guarantee you it probably went up. He's got a 405 squat. His deadlift is crazy. I mean, the kid is not human. He's He's amazing. And what's cool is I coach his little sister. Okay. She's 13, she's 13, and I've shared videos of her on my small town fitness page, and I try not to brag about her too much, but I doubt she'll listen to this because she's a teenage girl, so they probably won't, she probably won't listen to this. But she, um, she's, she's amazing. She'll be stronger than me in six months. Right, I'm not kidding. Awesome. I've, I've never seen a, a kid that's as athletic as she is and and she has just a speed under the bar that you can't coach yeah. you either have it or you don't and yep. she has it and yep. she's um i want to put her in an olympic meet next oh, year yeah. I've, I've talked to her mom about it and usa weightlifting will let them start competing at 13 yep. so she's 13 now yep and um i mean the other day she i mean she's 13 the other day she back squatted her max used to be 205 she yeah. did that for two doubles the other day. Wow. So she did it four times the other day and she bought them some, I yep. mean, it's yep. just, she's, she's wicked fast with snatch. Her, her clean and jerk is uh one thirty five. Wow. It's probably more than that. Cause she did that three times the other day. Yep. Um, and she's just, uh, she's just an animal, but like I said, and I've had her now almost two years and it's just so neat to see, the progression, but oh, you yeah. know, you talk about older people. I have a lady who comes in here who's ninety two. Oh, I love it. Love 92. it. Ninety two. She she works out twice a week for about fourteen minutes. She cracks me up. She came in here one day and and she lives behind the gym and and I just saw her rolling here with her cane and I was like, can can I help you? And she just looked <laughs> at me. And she goes, she said, well, I need to know who you are, what you do, and how much it costs. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's blunt, I, right to the point. I said, well, okay. And she, uh, she joined, she came in the next day with a check and, um, and she's a mess. She's hilarious. She's wow. 92 years old. Wow. And, uh, and, and, and I have another lady who's 68 who actually, I had her get certified and she teaches a senior class in my nice. gym three days a week. Nice. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, and she's way cooler than I will ever be. She skydives, scuba dives. She's, I mean, and when she started here over a year ago, her deadlift was 55 pounds. Yeah. She does 205 for reps Son now. Son of a gun, man. That's 68 awesome. 68 years old. Awesome. 68. So, yeah. yeah. So let's ask everybody out there, what's your excuse? <laughs> exactly. Right? I mean, um, you know, I don't want to tell you. I don't want to forget on um, the two kids you're training. Um, mm-hmm. 
I don't know if you're aware. I don't know if I ever prompted you on any of that. We've got the Etched in Stone and Etched in Stone for Kids page. You're welcome. Okay. You're welcome anytime to put out any video of anybody because oh, nice. Uh, I will do that. Those those pages, Etched in Stone and Etched in Stone for Kids went from nothing. I mean, um, it's. It was like my brother and other people said that was like one of the biggest things you've ever pulled off. It's like I think it's already maybe it's been up six months. It's already got over twelve hundred members on it, and we're getting. Sweet. I'm locking out every day. It seems like every other day, five to eight new members coming in. So yeah, you're welcome to any time. But um, you know what I want to ask you before we go because I know we're right yeah. near. Um, with with all the strength coaching and and all the stuff that you have done, you know, prior to what we're talking about today, and obviously you've got some future things, I'm sure. Where, out of everything you've done and all you have accomplished, where does strength coaching in your life fit right now? I mean, you're obviously competitive still and all that, but now that you're looking at you know, the fruits of your success and the way you're training these kids and older adults, and you're starting to see all the things that you've learned and done and succeeded with and failed with and suffered with and been broken in half with, where is strength coaching right now in your life, Amanda? You know, it's honestly, I think it's what I'm supposed to be doing. Like I've, I've been on the edge of, you know, I'm, I'm an athlete, so yeah. it's hard for me to get, I'm, I'm, I'm at that stage in my career where it's like how many competitions have you literally got left yeah i, I mean I'm, yep. I'm beat up you yep. know it's that i'm beat up my joints are a wreck I, i'm never going to be able to do it the way i would like to do it anymore but i can still compete with people my age which yeah. is fun yeah you know but my my time in this you know light is over i get that or it's dimming anyway yep. but yep. Um, yep. you know i uh I guess I read something and I thought it was really uh, profound. It said, you know, you're a coach when the success of your athlete becomes more important than your own. Yeah, I agree. And I was yeah. like, I said, that's absolutely true. And, and I, I, there's, I don't know if you know who Zach Evanesh is. Yeah, I know. Yep. He's been on but, the show. Um, I, I love him. Yep. I love him. I've been following him for a really long time and I, I love his, you know, approach to mindset and his approach to coaching and just, mindset 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 that's really what it all falls back to and you know if i can instill in anybody a passion for strength not just any sport just strength in general then then i think i'm i'm i, I don't even have a job this is right. you know it's this like is, a call yep yeah you know so it's i think that's literally what i'm supposed to do honestly for me i would love to be a a salt after coach in my industry. I would love for people to think of me. Like I think of Zach Evanesh or, right, right. you know, or, or someone like that, or I, heck I even follow hunters. I don't know if you know who Cameron Haynes is, but no, I just I think don't. he's absolutely brilliant. Okay. And, um, I love his, um, approach to everything when it mindset, it's just really what it all boils back to yep. because truthfully, that's something that I've struggled with a lot on my own, yeah, you know, yeah. that I, that I have to fight my way around because there's always that, that battle, you know, where, where there are days when you just don't flat out want to do this. Yeah. Well, that's, then, yeah, yeah. I think, but then what else do I do? <laughs> this, I'm with you. I'm with, you know, yeah. this, is, this is what I do, but to see the ch change that it makes in people and, yeah. and it's, it's just, it's a rush. It's awesome. I well, guess it'd be like if a lawyer won a case or something, you know? It's, well, yeah. 
Because think, <laughs> think about it, you're taking all your skill and you're putting it together, and now you're, as my chiropractor may rest in peace, would always say to me, you're changing hearts and minds. That's a big deal. Right. That's a big deal. Look, um, obviously, we'll get you on in December if you're available, but give out all your information. Um, I'll give mine and just hang on the line, and we'll get you off in time, please. Yeah, absolutely, because this is, uh, you know, you and I, we could probably talk forever, and there's so much to yeah. to cover. Like I said, I never thought that God would put me in Weezer, Idaho, of all places, because my dream has always been to own my own gym and just coach. Guess and what? Coach, <laughs> and coach other people, and that's what I've always wanted to do. And yep. Here I am doing it in the coldest state in America, but I'm still trying to adjust to that. You should see me some mornings I have literally coached in a coat, scarf, <laughs> gloves, looking at me like, Coach, can we please open the door? And I'm like, oh, for God's sake. <laughs> but, yep, yep. But that's all right. Eventually you'll have it down. So that's the way to go. Um, I'm like, I'm a southerner. I ain't used to this. Yeah, I know. But you know what? I believe totally. I think the cold is just so good for you. I mean, um, I don't want to get started on this, but I don't know if you've ever – you've probably heard of Wim Hof, have you? The Iceman? Um, okay. Not, okay. You got you to gotta go look him up. And I'm not going to give you any hints on him, but go okay. out and read him. It. It's W-I-M – I think it's W-M-H-O-F-F, and they call him the Iceman. Go out – and look what he's done. It, I'll give you one little hint. He climbed almost to the top of Mount Everest in just a pair of shorts. I believe his eye socket froze. I do know who he okay, is. All right. Okay, all right. I know who he okay. is. Okay, all right. But go, continue on. Well, how, now, how can they get a hold of you and stuff, Amanda? Oh, yeah. So, like I said, Small Town Fitness Weezer is – you can just look us up Small Town Fitness on um, – Social media or on uh, Facebook, and then it's on uh, Instagram. It's Small Town Fitness Weezer. Now, um, there is a small town fitness in uh, Burnsville, North Carolina, and it's uh, that was where I originally trained, and I named my gym after my coach's gym. I told him I was going to do that. So yeah, that, nice. when I came out here, yeah, and he, he was cool with that. But um, so that's why there's two. And um, like I said, it's uh, we're that's right now kind of my only outlets or you can find me, Amanda Stone. The reason a lot of people lost touch with me was my old Facebook got hacked and I couldn't get back into it. So I lost touch with like all my people. I can't get my pictures or nothing. I'm like, wow. dang, how did that even happen? So yeah, yep. yeah so uh, that, that was, uh, so I was glad we found each other. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, you got anything else? But um, yeah, no, that's about okay. it. I'm, I'm website out there like i said i'm not awesome at marketing eric i gotta get better at that uh, so. you will um if things work with uh the gentleman i have i will send him your way whether you got somebody or not um oh, nice. this is motivation muscle streaming radio 24 7 go out to um fiorellabarbellco.com winners and champions uh get involved um invest in us also too uh don't forget about motivation and muscle uh, go out and look at all the shows we got. We'll have this show up with Amanda. I'm going to try to have it up tomorrow night. Um, awesome. Also, too, don't forget about um, signing up for our free newsletter on MotivationMuscle.com. Uh, also, investment here through advertising. Come on in here. You'll only get the best here, the red carpet treatment. Also, too, our YouTube channel, Fiorello Barbell Company. Real men, real strength, real power. If there's a show you'd like Amanda and I to do, Fiorello Barbell at nicap.r.com. 
Um, we are on iTunes and Stitcher. Give us a five-star review. That's what we've got, and we thank everybody for that. We're also on Spotify and uh, Google Podcast. We're also on AHA Directory, pronounced AHA. You get Eminem in your car 24-7. If someone seeks you out in the gym or the concrete jungle, never be afraid to give five words. Five words can inspire like you wouldn't believe and choose that route. As my mom said when we were kids, never be afraid to say hello to someone or give them a smile for that day. You don't know what people are going through, and isn't that the truth? Also, That's a too, darn truth. I love that. My mother used to say it. She still does. Um, if you're going to lift it, bend it, break it, twist it, press it, pull it, squat it. If you're going to lift stones, turn them into dust. And as a great who's to steal, Stone Crusher says in Blood Red Domination, we dominate the path. We follow no one. Dominate, obliterate, and dent everything in your path. No one will ever clip our balls. And as Russell Fur says, who's been listening to Eminem from the beginning, when I hear your shows, I swear there's testosterone dripping out of my speakers. It's more, it's more, it's more high and wide like a tidal wave, brother. Frank Klein, my greatest business college professor. Repetition, repetition, repetition. Quitters never win. Winners never quit. My dad, be a leader, not a follower. Be a leader, not a follower. John Ridge, my greatest uh, chiropractor ever. We lost him four years this past August to cancer. He would walk everybody to the door, open the door, and say, keep smiling. Try that on your best or worst, worst day. That will give you a paradigm shift, as they call it. And I said, it, we've talked about it. Steve Cotter and I talked about it a little. We're going to be doing a big show in December on paradigm shifts and explain uh-huh. the whole thing. But I'm telling you right now, that's when you could have the worst day of your life or something just happened to you. Start saying, keep smiling, keep smiling. I guarantee you, by the third keep smiling, you'll have a smile on your face. So go out and do that. Also, to be a steward of strength, don't stand on the side of the road and watch the world go by. Tell a hundred more of your friends we're coming because we won't kick your door and we'll blow the roof off your house. Join Eminem. Distribute these shows to your friends, your kids. Sit down with your family and listen to something that's worthwhile. That's going to light a fire under your ass and want you to do things in life. We don't sit still here. You heard a little bit from Amanda today, and there's much more. Myself, everybody, we live the stories we tell. Most of these people are phonies, and don't get involved with them. Stick with us. I promise you, you will make it big, right? Don't forget, too, to sign up for our Etched in Stone and Etched in Stone for Kids. Put your video out there. Show the kids. Show the adults what you're up to. I know you see a lot of stone lifting and all that all over the place. Everyone is welcome in here. If you're legit and you're straight up, come on in. Kids, everything demonstrate what you can do. It's very important. Les Brown, you all have greatness in you. We take it two steps further, and we got your back. And before I sign off with Amanda, you're all winners. You're all champions. You're all unstoppable. But the one thing I love to say at the end is you're all geniuses. And believe me when I say that. And people that are telling you different, what did I say during the show? We told you. You get away from them. I don't care who they are. It's not good for you. It's toxic. toxic. Exactly. Yeah. It's negative, negative, negative. So, on that note, Amanda, honor, it's great to have you back. Um, hey, I, thank I, I, you. You're welcome. I couldn't. I can't tell you. It's great to hear your voice and your enthusiasm. And we'll get together for another show before the end of the year. So, like I said, the world is asking something from you. 
It's time to deliver because I promise you, you'll get it back tenfold. You heard what Amanda talked about. She always wanted to own a gym, train people, success. Well, guess what? Her beliefs now has everything there. As the great Earl Nightingale says, what you believe most is coming to you whether you like it or not. So take that from today's show, if anything, and chew on that for a while. We will talk to you soon. So for Amanda Stone, this is Eric Fiorello. As I said, I'm going to do everything my darnest to have this up Tuesday night. If not, it will be definitely Wednesday night. I want you to hear, and we're glad she's back. So everybody, have a great rest of the week, and go out and do something great. Thanks, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to Motivation & Muscle, the podcast that connected your brain to your brawn. We'll We'll see see you next time. time.